Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action Forward News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Counter Number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. And we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and as I'm known to say when I'm too in the tank to drive, Big Tuck Phone Lift. <laughs> Squee McGee getting caught up on meta traffic with the weather light report. Oh, I'm bringing you to the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. <laughs> well, looks like he had a haze of pollen since moving to Savannah. Thank you for tuning into your number six source of Magic the Gathering News. You can continue to vote for us for the Emmy Tour. We are in, I think, like the top five or six. So mtgcca.org, please go vote for us. I think it's like best uh, small podcast, best content creator, uh, MTG personalities, whatever you think we deserve, go throw out them votes. Yay. We're going to start off the top of the castle, ladies, and carnage that ensued with 45. So I had a great time this last Sunday because I had Mr. Magoo, single Aaron, and Ooh. the Godfather. Ooh. Nice. Um, what a group. And what a group. We, I, I kind of turned a it Rose into gallery. a pre-con uh, day for me because I got my pre-cons. I wanted to play them, mm -hmm. figure out what I wanted yep. to build. So I actually started off with the Orzov pre-con and Mr. Magoo, uh, who, who did the original CMD Tower art, did the uh, is it precon with uh, Zafi Thunder Conductor? And if you're not familiar with her, two colorless is it? It's a one four human shaman. Uh, it's a mythic and it has magecraft uh, with three different options. Whenever you cast or copy an incident or sorcery, scry one. If that mana uh, value is five or greater, create a four four blue red elemental creature token. If that spell's mana value is ten or greater, Zafi Thunder Collector deals ten damage to an opponent chosen at random. Um, and he went off. <laughs> this deck was able to do multiple copies of spells so frequently that we believe that he killed everyone 15 minutes earlier. There was just too many triggers <laughs> on the stack. Wow. All the things going on. Um, Out of the and box. So, you know, and and I, I was real of, sad. I, I, like with Strixhaven, I was, I was getting a little concerned about how that might go down. It's ultra complicated, um, and I was actually really close to, to winning that game because I was playing that Orzov deck, and the commander in that one, she just got humongous. Which we'll get into. I was also able to turn four, uh, take the white elder dinosaur from my graveyard to the battlefield. Oh my god, Zatalpa? Yeah. Yep. So flying, indestructible, double strike, trample, just everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Evergreen is uh, so. Game so the reason I wanted to preface that is then game two comes around and I'm over here like I don't know which one I want to play single Aaron's doing the uh, Boros precon which just really never did anything really um, and Sounds I even like played Boros. it later that day as well so Mr Magoo said hey why don't you play this I, I you know I'm sure you would enjoy it it seems like your kind of deck and I was like you know what it does seem kind of cool let me do it I also did stupid gross things <laughs> um. But got to the end of the game, killed off single Aaron and the Godfather one-on-one -on -one with Mr. Magoo. 
he insurrectioned me and killed me. <laughs> and I was so yes, pissed. Yes. And he, he was just he was just maniacally laughing. And, and I was like, did you just top deck that? And he's like, nope, I tutored like three, four turns ago. I just knew eventually you were going to get there. And I was just like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Nice. So, uh, yes, I have now officially built this is it deck. So I've turned it from whatever dollar value the deck is out of the box to a 350 to $400 deck uh, and it's probably swapped out 30 cards, yeah. 20 cards. Pretty, reason, pretty so, reasonable uh, for you, for starters. Yeah, so congratulations, yeah. so yeah, good on one. you. I, there, I didn't yeah. put an Aber in. I don't think it's yeah. needed. I didn't put a Mana Crypt in. I don't think it's needed. Um, so sure. yeah, I'm just excited to play this deck this weekend. Hopefully, we'll have some games. But worst case, this will be debuting on Mr. Bever's stream, which would have happened right. last Tuesday by the time you guys hear this. So, Squee McGee, any games you want to talk about? Games, no. One card. One card. Squeeze Prospect and Card of the Week. It's still around. It's quite new. I'm talking about Pest Infestation. Get yourselves together. This card is going to go through the roof. Sorcery. Yeah, it's, XX, it's really good. XX and green. It's rare. Destroy, tar or destroy up to X target artifacts and or enchantments. Create twice X plus one plus one black and green pest creature tokens. They also have when this creature dies, you gain one life. This card's stupid. It's already trending at like two to five bucks. Just, just buy them. Yeah, it's bonkers. Take them. That's all I have. All right, Big Tuck. I hear there was a stream you might there have been was. on. There was. I warmed up. I warmed up the the hearts and the cockles of Mr. Bever's stream just for you to come to come and uh, trash them next week. Uh, I actually we all played precons as well. Um, and I got to play the Orzov precon as well, led by Brina the Demigod. Colorless and Orzov, that's white and black for legendary creature, Bird Warlock, that's flying. Um, and I had to reread this about seven times before I finally yeah. got it. Um, whenever a player attacks one of your opponents, if that opponent has more life than another of your opponents, that attacking player draws a card and you put two 1-1 counters on a creature you control. Um, this deck is insanely good, and I'll go on record and say yes, that all is. I'll say that all of the precon decks that I've seen so far have all been very good. They've all been very interactive. Um, and the thing that with this deck that kept working is this card for me got locked down by Chain of Commander with the Dark Seal mutation on turn two, or the turn after I played it, which he's smart that he did, because the game I would have completely taken the game away. But pretty much what boiled down to was I built up I had so many interaction pieces, I was holding on to three board wipes, just waiting, Jeez. and had like Ghostly Prison, um, another new card, which was really awesome, which is um, the, the, the Cunning Rhetoric, which is like if someone attacks you, you exile the top card of your library and can cast it for the rest of the game. Um, but I didn't get to win through anything cool. I won through the stupidest, dumbest precon of, or sorry, reprint of the stupidest, dumbest planeswalker that has ever been printed and i felt so embarrassed to do it but the game had to end because it was going on almost three hours i won three with hours. gideon champ yeah it was a while it was a haul i won with gideon champion of justice wow. so I'm a it was so stupid two colors two white four colorless legendary planeswalker gideon smithic plus one put a loyalty counter on it equal to the each type of target opponent controls minus zero he turns into a creature minus 15 exile all other permanents 
sucked. It totally sucked. And I asked everyone's permission before I did it. And then everyone just conceded. What was funny was when I did this on cast, on trigger, Mr. Bever's beast within it. So I would have had to deal, I would have had to kill everyone with a 3-3 for the rest of the game. Um, oh my goodness. Deck's really good. This card's horrible. Understood. Sounds good. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life at a Dash and how to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? So this week we got, we are doing one of our deck therapies. So um, this was a deck submitted by a long-term listener and uh, supporter. We have this from Lemony Lemons. Um, our favorite truck driver out there, wherever you are, brother, we'll listen to you. He submitted us to a deck that is led by um, the new, one of my favorite cards that's been printed that I don't own a copy of yet, uh, Vlaki and Tybalt. So the, I will read the front half. Mr. Combo, if you'd be so kind to read the back. Vlaki God of Lives is a colorless and a black for a 2-1 legendary creature god that's a mythic for about $18. When Velaki enters the battlefield, each opponent reveals their hand. For each opponent, exile a creature card they've revealed this way until Velaki leaves the battlefield. And then X, choose a creature card exiled with Velaki with converted mana cost X. Velaki becomes a copy of that card. And there's also a back to it. Yep, and uh, I know, Tuck, you were white hot. Excited, because it's your favorite character in all of Magic. Uh, yeah! Hey. Cosmic Imposter. So that's a five colorless Rakdos. That's going to be your black and your red. Uh, it's a mythic legendary Planeswalker Tybalt. Comes in with five loyalty. And it does have a ETB, which is kind of cool. And right. no, it's not just getting uh, loyalty counters. Uh, whenever it ETBs, you get an emblem with, you may play cards exile with Tybalt Cosmic Imposter. And you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. Plus two, exile the top card of each player's library. Minus three, exile target artifact or creature. Minus eight, exile all cards from all graveyards. Add three red mana. So this would have been a really interesting build around, and I've seen a lot of different ideas for this deck. However, all those hopes and dreams were thrown directly in the bin, as my coworkers from across the pond would say, uh, as the one word description of this deck, which fits uh, Lemony very well is, or sorry, one sentence rather, Game plan is to limit hands and win with Tegrid Synergy, stealing opponent's stuff. So, this is not a Vlaki deck at all. This is, in fact, a Rakdos Tigrid deck, which I hate to hell and back. <laughs> and I am very upset with you, Lemony. You are on notice, on thin ice, and in the doghouse. All of them. <laughs> you might as well say woof woof. So, um, looking through, I will be quick with my deck. Uh... Summary looking through this deck. I'm not even looks like it might, just summary. This looks like it's gonna be probably a really fun Tigrid deck to play in Rakdos. Mr. Combo, your first impressions. Well, so let's go and read off Tigrid first. Uh, it's three colorless black, black, legendary creature god. It's a rare four five. It has menace, and whenever an opponent sacrifices a non token permanent or discards a permanent card, you may put that card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. It does have a artifact side. I'm not even going to read Yeah, I was going to say, it does not matter. <laughs> if this is a this is the first uh, modal card that's two-faced, the MDC, MFD at DC, that does not have a backside. So kudos on yeah. you, wizards. Now, granted, it, if you, he had a way to do like infinite mana, the sure. backside would be useful, but we're not there. So, uh, I mean... It just, it seems very similar. It, it basically seems like a Rakdos version of my Nicol Bolas deck, mm -hmm. except my sub theme was dragons 
his sub theme is the cards that are being discarded or sacrificed i'm actually taking mm -hmm. and using it so you could right. say this is a true 75 percent deck because the deck can't do anything on its own it really that's, needs that's your opponent's true. decks to actually do stuff squee your first impressions upon reading it so i i'm squee i get it i do things a little differently i didn't even give a shit about the Tybalt side of this card at all. Don't. Interesting. Still don't care. Will never care. It costs seven mana. I'm talking about Valky all day long. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in the cards that I can think okay. that would help you improve this deck. The Valky side, I like it. The Tybalt side, again, don't like Planeswalkers. Don't like seven costed mana commanders. Don't like Rakdos colors. <laughs> yeah, that, that as well. Here we go. There you go. That's what you got. Right. Yeah, I, I think my biggest issue that I'm just initially seeing is I do see a few ways to get stuff back from the graveyard. Mm -hmm. I think we might need to explore adding more. Sure. Because if the deck truly works 100% around Tegrid, you have to probably have, what, 10 ways to get them out of the graveyard? Yeah. And mm -hmm. right now I'm seeing like four, maybe five. So that that's one thing yeah. I think you know, potentially we'll address or potentially we won't because we just realized well, I'll, it. I'll address it in a different manner as well, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So for those tuning in for the first time for deck therapy, we're going to submit three different cards a piece. One of them we feel is a slam dunk in the deck. One of them is one that's a little bit more of a reach. And then one is might as well be the distance between Carolina and Kansas City. So I uh, really got to stretch out for that one. Um, and I'll go first. I was shocked to not see this in the deck because not only is it an efficient removal spell, it also plays into everything that he is trying to do. So uh, Plague Crafter seems to me to be a pretty easy oh. slam dunk into it. So two colors and a black, and there's so many, it's so funny that there's so many variations of the effect. There could really be several different ones. But it's a creature human shaman. When Playcrafter enters the battlefield, each opponent sacrifices a creature or a planeswalker. Each opponent who can't discards a card. So if this is truly going to be that kind of hidden Tigrid deck, pretty much this is always going to be a three for three. You're either going right. to get, yep. you're either going to get, I mean, like, okay, granted, potentially they could, if they don't have any uh, creature or planeswalker on the battlefield, they could discard an instant or sorcery. But likely is this is going to be one card that's going to force three sacrifices of creatures or planeswalkers, all of which are going to get back for Tigrid, all for the low, low cost of a 3-2. Now, Mr. Combo, I know you're familiar with this card as well, and I think that you bring up a good point where the best sort of decks that can use a card like this are ones that can recur them. So perhaps yeah. you might be able to find some recursion targets for it. Yeah, you know... Um that's that's kind of the issue with those uh type of effects you know playgrafter is a good example uh, of course fleshback marauder is a, a common one that that's everywhere and i do think it's either you need to have a way that the trigger happens a couple times when it comes right. into the battlefield mm -hmm. or you know when it dies you have ways to get it but i do agree it does fit the theme and if you're basically paying three mana to get three things that's not a bad rate of return um, so I'm for it. You know, I think it's good. It, yeah, Sweet, it, your thoughts? It, it's decent. It, yeah, it's a rigmarole. Um, <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get, which is my biggest hesitation, but that's this whole deck. So, uh, yeah. you know, you're, you're trying Fair to enough. get people to dump creatures out and you're trying to do it across a widespread of players. It's sweaty. I'll give sure. you sweaty. It's a little sweaty. 
Oh man, we have gotten way too far away from sweaty, slimy, greasy. We've been too focused on this. I new... never was on that train. We've been too. That was hundred percent you. We've been too. We've been way too focused on this accent bit. All right, uh, Mr. Combo, your first slam dunk for the deck. Yeah, so uh, you are missing removal, um, and the biggest thing looking through here, just because you know I don't see cyclonic rifts, I don't see uh, stuff to. Good kind job. Of deal yeah. with now, to, now, to be fair, he would be he he would be breaking the game if he ran Cyclone Rift in this deck. But I I hear your point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do think some targeted removal is good. So I think you need to get Chaos Warp in Oof, the deck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't see it in here, and, and that is something universal that could deal with anything. Plus, if you're trying, you could even set it up to where man they have a token. Maybe I'll Chaos Warp the token, and I'll get some other permanent that I can make them sacrifice to steal with Tegrid. So Chaos Warp's a red uh, red instant, two colorless red. Uh, choose target permanent. Its owner shuffles it into his or her library, then reveals the top card. If it's a permanent card, they put it onto the battlefield. So uh, amazing card. It's an yeah. absolute staple. But considering I didn't see a whole lot of other removals that could deal with maybe an enchantment or an artifact, I think this has a home. Yep, yeah, I agree. Um, it's hard to pass this up. This is a hard card to pass up on when you're running red. Um, so yes, uh, I, I hear a whole lot of removal and a whole lot of not fun. That's what I hear so far. Uh, anything that runs Tigrid is not fun. Looking at you, single Aaron. All right, Squee. Well, maybe you can pull us out of this not fun. Nether Void. What is your first slam dunk for? What was your first slam dunk pick for the deck? Well, I can't call them all slam dunks. I'm going sweaty, slimy, greasy still, and I'm only talking okay. about the Valky side of things because, again, seven mana, who gives a shit? You're never getting that commander out on the board before you lose. If we're talking about removal, you already lost. Let's talk about a little card called Voyager Staff. One colorless, it's an artifact. What we're doing here is we're blinking Valky. Two, sacrifice Voyager Staff, remove target creature from the game, return that creature to play under its owner's control at end of turn. Whoa. So you get Valky out onto the board, then you figure out a bunch of different ways, and that's all the cards I'm talking about today, is how do you blink Valky so you can get people to reveal their hands and exile a creature again that you can play? Seems like fun, right? So, this I is mean, pretty wild, yeah, so that's I fun. Like that. But wouldn't uh, Conjurer's Closet just be better? I mean, let's go ahead and skip to my second card because I'm talking about Conjurer's Closet in this as well. <laughs> well it's, it's just because Voyager staff gets sacrificed. We were just kind of talking about how there's not a lot of graveyard recursion, and this deck definitely doesn't have Rakdos yeah. artifact recursion. No, it should. So and, yeah, no, just, you're absolutely correct. So, and I'm not kidding. Conjurer's Closet is my second card, so we can skip by <laughs> that when we get there. Uh, that being said, though. I like redundancy in Magic the Gathering. It's a singleton format when we're playing Commander. Yeah, you can never have too many of the same type of effects, and that's really all I'm talking about here today. But yeah, I and, this, was, and this, this was a way to look at this deck a little bit differently, where you can pay two mana to get your Commander out there, and then think of ways to blink it out and in, where you can keep looking at people's hands, keep exiling cards, and instead of doing the Graveyard Recursion, which you both have been talking about here for the last couple of minutes... You can do a exile recursion where you can just play those cards for free because the commander keeps bouncing out and in and you get a lot more value out of it than playing a single three mana cost or single four mana cost kind of thing. 
I, yeah, and, and I do like that this is an instant speed as well. No one's going to remove this. It's going to stay on the battlefield like we've talked about before. So this is this is an interesting inclusion. Now, I, I think the thing that we also need to realize when it comes to the bouncing thing, it's just they exile a creature card they revealed this way until Valky leaves the battlefield. Correct. Right. So the blinking thing's only really going to help if they're drawing additional cards. It will. During the turn. But your graveyard recursion also ignores the entire Valky side of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I, look, I, that's fine. It's just you're not really getting anything additional from Valky by blinking them unless you're making people wheel on their turn. And it's like, I want to see if there's a different creature in the hand mm -hmm. uh, that I want to be able to exile. You, Which is easy. You're going to have we to figure wheels. out. He does have he does have wheel misfortune in here. Yep. So, so the, where I'm going here is, yes, you can do the graveyard recursion. And I think generally it should be a blend of both. You have ways to play your Valky, sure. and or if you want to play a seven-costed Planeswalker as your commander, good luck. All right, Squee, um, your second card is... Conjurer's Closet. So let's read it off. Five colorless <laughs> artifact. I've been scolded about this in the past for putting in my Chroma deck at Mr. Combo's recommendation. By Mr. Combo himself. He scolded me for the own card that he told me to put into the deck. But anyways. Because it's mean. It's not mean. You just scolded me it's because mean. you said it didn't work very well in that deck. Anyways, at the beginning of your end step, you may exile target creature you control. And that, return that card to the battlefield under your control. And for some reason, this card is closing in on 4 to $5. Because Commander wow. is a format where these type of cards, whether they work or not in standard legacy, any other format, they work really well for a certain amount of commanders. And if it's a popular commander, price goes through the roof. This card's great in this deck. Personally, yeah. this is this is Voyager, Voyager Staff. And I went on the sweaty, slimy, greasy scale for my own picks. But Voyager Staff was the sweaty Conjurer's Closet is the slimy. This one is fantastic here. <laughs> you can just bounce your commander out and in, and I still... I still... I believe, lemming, I believe you need... Hey, I will never understand paying seven for your commander. If you want to pay two for your commander and have some fun, let's rock. Uh, I do I do believe that you mean greasy as oh, opposed oh. to slimy, because slimy cards are ones that are on the range. It's been a while since we've done this. Um, so sweaty are auto includes, uh, wait, no, sorry. Greasy are auto includes, oh, slimy greasy. are in the middle. Yeah, greasy is the good stuff. Got it. Got and it, then, it. uh, sweaty is the ones you have to work for. Uh, I will say this, there is some sort of, there is a weird tech where you could bounce him and then return him to the battlefield as Tybalt, is there not? No. Why not? Because that only works for cards that transform or morph or things like that. The modal face cards, they they come in and out however they were. How they leave as they come in. Okay. Yeah, just, just like you couldn't target a modal face card in your graveyard and get, get it for the other side. Mm -hmm. It's whatever that top side is. Got so it. technically, if you blinked Tybalt Planeswalker, I believe it would come in as Valky. Because okay. that's the original card. I think. That sounds sketchy. But you can't make it go Valky to Loki. You can't go Valky yes. to Tybalt. Yes. Well, I will, I'm interested, so I'll be looking that up. Um, but, Mr. Combo, your second pick. Yeah. One that's kind of in the middle. So, uh, th this one, 
has some very good synergy on the card. It is a Planeswalker, but its static ability doesn't really fit. So that's why I think it's a card that, you know, I because I look at, you know, the auto-include, that was your Chaos Warp. This one for me is like, you know, maybe in the next like three to six months, look into the card, see how your deck plays. Mm-hmm. And I think Professor Onyx has enough here to justify Ooh, a slot. Sure. So four colorless, black, good black, card. five loyalty, mythic. Uh, it has Magecraft, which this is the part that I don't think is that irrelevant whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery each opponent loses two life and you gain two life i don't think it's gonna be happening that much but here are the other things that i think would be very good you uh plus one you lose one life look at the top three cards of your library put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard minus three each opponent sacrifices a creature with the greatest power among creatures that player controls so you're basically stealing the best thing that everyone has right and then minus eight each opponent may discard a card if they don't they lose three life repeat this process six more times so then even if you're able to get to the minus eight which you very well could since you're constantly sacking their resources making them discard Mm -hmm. cards you do that minus eight you're basically either going to ding each of them for 18 or let's just say from a permanence perspective out of the six cards they discard half are permanent so you're getting nine permanents for that minus eight right either way that minus three and that minus eight i think are humongous and i think it's just good enough to make a, a slot in the 99. professor Onyx is really good and it's funny because all the decks that i'm looking in i'm looking into her for i didn't even i have not even read the minus eight <laughs> I've really always stopped I mean, at Magecraft. you start at five. No, so but I'm saying- Turn one, you go to six, yeah. seven, eight. So it'd be turn four, you get to do it. I'm, I was just saying, I didn't even realize how good that was because I hadn't, oh, yeah. I hadn't literally read it <laughs> anything. So solid card, uh, good time to pick one up at 13. Uh, I am choosing- I don't know. is that a good time to pick it up? Oh yeah. it's gonna go up? Oh yeah. Yeah, it will. For, oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you betcha. Oh yeah. If it started um, out that hot, yeah, it, it will go up. Yeah. Um, so well, it's just, I mean, Strixhaven's only been out a week, so there's not a lot of inventory flowing that's around. That's my point, oh, though. People haven't figured out all the ways to use it yet. It's a chase. It's a ch- it's one of the chase mythics. It's a planeswalker. It's going to go up. Also, I'm calling Mr. It. Lemmings, I have a foil one if you want it. We'll check. Uh, I also have a card from Strixhaven that is also a uh, molded little face card. And just circling up. You are correct. It's always comes it whenever it leaves or anything. It's always the face card, Mr. Combo. Okay. Yes. yes. So so well done there. So mine is also a bit of a slimy card because it only deals with what your opponents are doing. So I this one the first one was a sacrifice theme. The second one is playing other people's themes, and then the third one is a card that he just must have missed. So um, wandering archaic. I think is a, is a way to lean into the playing other people's stuff. So it's a brand new card, five colorless for creature avatar. Uh, whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery spell, they may pay two. If they don't, you may copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. It also has a backside that might as well be blank in similar scope to some <laughs> of the other cards that we were discussing earlier. So for me, if you're gonna play this card, if you're gonna play this deck, it's like a 75% deck insofar as it's only as good as everything else's. This is really gonna make people think if they wanna pay five for the rampant growth on turn four or five, yeah. or if they just gonna let you kind of ramp ahead. I think this card is another one that's gonna skyrocket in price. It's currently $8. 
So um, it just seems like really interesting plays into the Tybalt side of the deck, which I am infinitely more interested in than the Tigrid one. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That seems so. I think that's cool. And I think the reason Tuck is probably going to keep going up in price is the fact that it's colorless. So this is going to go when probably every oh, mono white, mono red, and Boros deck. And then it'll get sprinkled into, oh, does it go in this Jeskai deck? Right. I want to put it in my five color deck. Um, you know, would yeah. this be good in my Golos deck? Because as people ramp, I'll be able to get my gates that much faster. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, I could, I could see this probably hitting 15, 20 bucks. Oh, that, that, yeah, this card will play in a lot of decks it will be a heavy staple in the counterspell stacks kind of group yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be bad news but what's not gonna be bad news is gonna be our last picks our ranger boys mm -hmm. out there in the ether somewhere there are some picks uh mr combo you have not gone first so what is your that is correct what is your range pick so, for lemony yeah here's here's my stretch pick okay uh, you know this is my stretch goal so you know I, i'm trying to lean all into your tegrid theme with it and one of the things that Rakdos doesn't do well is ramp and uh, yeah tegrid can get the fetch lands and stuff when people do them but sometimes you don't have the color to go search for so I think if we want to go all into this, seems like a Rakdos stacks type effect, or if you want to call it 75%, I think adding in Desolation is going to completely shut down your opponents. You are a monster. So, you are a uh, monster, a colorless man. black, black. It's an enchantment from Visions, about six bucks. At the end of each turn, each player who tapped a land for mana during that turn sacrifices a land. If a planes is sacrificed in this way, Desolation deals two damage to that planes controller. I think this is huge because even if... So someone's going to have to immediately do removal on it with the very first spell they do to avoid having to sacrifice because it's something that it does need to be there at the end of turn to be due to do the sacrifice. So it's not as bad as Vorn Clex because when Vorn Clex <laughs> comes down, as soon as you tap, they don't untap uh, even if you kill Vorn Clex. So you have to kill it on spot. But if you're trying to draw cards to figure out a solution, that's going to cost mana. And all that's going to do is ramp you limbing so far ahead. You are, so you, are, you, are a bucks, you are a good. monster. You are a monster of a man. I have no further questions I or comments. I, I, yeah, I, I was, was about I was to say that say, wasn't yeah. a question. I, I have no comments. I <laughs> what? Just, I just <laughs> am upset. Does, does that answer your condescending question? What question? <laughs> all right, moving right along. Squee, please give us something. Give us something to dig us out of this hole. Well, everybody can suck it, because clearly I wanted to talk about the other side of the card that nobody else cares about. I'm talking about a land. It's not even a mana-only land. It's not even a mana land. Also illustrated by the illustrious Christopher Rush. Safe Haven, everybody. From the dark. Oh, yeah, this card's great. Wonderful card for this. If you want to get rid of Valky, bring him back. Pretty good way to do it. It's also free. So, two colorless and tap. Remove target creature you control from the game. Play this ability as an interrupt. And then for zero, sacrifice safe haven to return all creatures it has removed from the game directly into play under their owner's control as they were just summoned. Yes, this is not the abbreviated text. This is the old text and I'm reading it. 
Use this ability only during your upkeep. I like it. I've been I've been a f- big fan of this card for a long time. What else and can you I ask for? Not gonna, only uh, yeah, like nothing. if you have other creatures on the board, God forbid, that may benefit from this, then you can do multiple. But at the very least, this is a free way to bounce Valky and just nose into people's hands a little sure. bit more. Uh, Tuck, Tuck, for you being so white hot on it, it is only in 425 total EDH rec decks out of the 533,000. I'm pretty. Uh, where are all your copies, bro? I know I have at least I have at least one. I think they came out with a. I believe there's one called Endless Sands, which does pretty much this, but also taps for a mana. Uh, yes, I'm correct. Well, a little bit different. Endless one, Sands one, is. Shame on you, Tuck. You don't own enough. Two, shame on you, Combo. I run the Weatherlight Report, and I don't care if it's in 425 decks. It's a great card. Everybody I own a copy it. of that. Love it. Love it. Love it. This thing is so sweet, and I guarantee this could see play in a lot more Commander decks than just this. And the best part is you can get it in gold. So uh, that's the real reason why that card needs to be talked about. So uh, my last deck, my last card is going to be pretty straightforward. It's definitely a reach, um, but it's a card that is devastatingly missing from this deck. Unfortunately, to get the best version, you're going to have to pay the iron price of $60. Because there's only one way that you can get it from some sort of misprint. But Tybalt, the Fiend-Blooded... It's not in this deck, and you, that is an error. Two colorless, which is one of the lowest prices you can pay for a, for a legendary Planeswalker Tibble. <laughs> Plus one, draw a card, this card, a card random. Minus four, Tibble the Fiend Blood deals damage equal to the number of cards in target player's hand to that player. Minus six, gain control of all creatures until end of turn. Untap them, they gain haste in one turn. So pretty much you play this, and then maybe five to six turns later, you get to, you get, to uh, get your insurrection out. <laughs> so um, that's pretty good. A lot of value there. Uh, I will not be taking any questions at this time. <laughs> and I believe that is the end of the deck therapy for you, Lemonies. Yeah, yeah, no, that was fun uh, for me because I like decks like this. Uh, I know that the other guys didn't like it, but that's okay. No, they I had can a suck blast. It. You all just chose the wrong side of the card. No, you you picked a side that's so Cost two mana that you can play early in the game and not just sit there and Ooh. die for seven turns. Yeah, I know. I know. So anyways, uh, I like it. I do think um, you need to get more interaction yes. with your opponents outside of just making them discard cards and sack creatures. Um, you know, you need ways to deal with your enchantments, your artifacts, your lands, because uh, you definitely don't want to be so top down that if Tegrid gets get gone, basically, now you're just stuck yep. smacking people for one, two at a time. Yeah, you're making them sacrifice creatures, but then it's just gonna drag the game out. Similar to when you play Hamburger Demon Poop and Grand Arbiter Augustine the Fourth. <laughs> yeah, but if you were playing Hamburger Demon Poop, you would be dead by the time that you even got your commander out. So you might Ooh, want to play the also, two-sided commander. Also bad news, I just put his uh, opposition agent in the mail today. Well, everybody, my my cohorts won't even acknowledge that there's another side of this card, so I'll I'll just it sucks. No, no, it's the only <laughs> one that's playable. It sucks. Seven mana. Do you run a commander that costs seven that you can get out consistently early? Do you? Yeah, Kozilek. Yeah, there you go. It's a ten. And how much money does that deck cost? Well, I just got every mana rock in the under the sun. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that's going to wrap up What's the Plane Chase. Now in that last segment, Squeed dives into those creative juices with the Weatherlight Report. 
Report coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 5. I'm Squee McGee. So today we're talking about not beer, a different kind of Saison. We're talking about Saison Perverter of Truth. Perverter? Yeah. No, this is a real server. It, it, it's S E I Z A N for those playing the home game. Three colorless, two black, legendary creature, demon spirit from the Kamigawa block. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player loses two life and draws two cards. It's a 6-5 to boot. Does have a little bit of flavor text. Don't go ahead and spin the wheel. I'm just going to read it because I'm feeling it. If you would taste the wisdom of Oni, be prepared to salt it with your blood. Kiku, Night's Flower. Big lovers of the Kamigawa block here. Uh, no, this is this is. I think this is one. So I've seen this played before, and I think this is like kind of a sleeper discard commander. Yeah. Because the problem is, is that when you play discard for me, is that you just run out of cards to discard other people's hands. So um, I've seen this played before there. I've seen this played before Negazard builds. I've never seen it as its commander though. So I'm interested to see where this is going to, what, what journey you're going to be taking us on. Well, I'm going to take us on a little bit of a journey and I'm going to actually combine the first two cards into each other because they're essentially the same thing. Really what we're trying to do here is get people to draw cards and take damage. So first card is Underworld Dreams, three black. Oof. Whenever an opponent draws a card, Underworld Dreams deals one damage to him or her. It's an enchantment. It's a rare. Second card, along the exact same lines. Fate Unraveler. This one's much more interesting because it's a lot cheaper. Not mana-wise, but just money-wise. Fate Unraveler. Three colorless and a black enchantment creature. It's a hag. It's a hag. Hag! <laughs> uh, whenever an opponent draws a card, Fate Unraveler deals one damage to that player. So you get a, yeah. you, you get a, a decent shtick of Underworld Dreams. Fate Unraveler. There's a few other of these. I won't the commander itself. Yeah. yeah, right. You just... You get these type of effects onto the board, and as we're well aware in black, if you want to spend a little money, tutors are not hard to find and get them. Uh, you can make this deck run pretty efficiently, but really what we're trying to do here is get these type of effects out onto the board, get people to draw cards, take a whole bunch of damage, and go from there. Now, I'm on board with all this because all these cards are my Nekazar deck, and I have to ask, Mr. Combo, Thoughts on a hole breacher in Nekuzar? Uh, no, because it stops them from drawing. Ooh, right. I knew I was. Missing. And so you don't get it. You don't yeah, get any damage. Yeah. Effects. Okay. I was. I knew I was missing something there, and this deck was just reminding me of it because it's a lot of the same cards, and I like it. Uh, yeah, I like it too, and I like even more that Underworld Dreams has a two-headed giant tournament. Yes, that's ten dollars. That nice. It looks so cool. Yeah, that hard, that it looks like some like painting from some like Roman like underground cave. Now, Mister, wait, Cumber, do I know you're not buying packs, but are you buying this in Singleton? Uh, I don't know if I have a deck that I want this in, but if I find one, I'll get one. Um, so I noticed this one's ten dollars. I'm like ninety percent sure this is the version that's in my Nekazar deck. Oh, there you go. So I'm gonna be taking a peek at that a little bit later. Y'all just have to work. Yeah, the out one from Legends is like the seventy dollars version. Yeah. Good All right, Squee, love it, love it. You're you're two for two right now. What what else we got right. here? Two for two. We're going for three for three. Way old school here. Did come from the box of gold. Only reason I'm aware of it. Let's talk about it. Howling Mine. 
Two colorless. Oh, the clock. Wait, what? How are you not? <laughs> You're gonna know about this? No. What? what? It? It <laughs> Nikel plays this in? card all the time. Yeah. This has been like a Reese. No. This has been a staple. This has been a staple of magic before Commander even existed. Yeah, and not my kind of magic, apparently. Oh man, Howling Mind, two colorless artifact. Each player must draw one extra card during the draw phase of each of his or her turns. Probably have to update the pronouns on that. We'll work with wizards in the future. Now it does say if it is untapped in the errated yep. version. So I, I would say I don't read errated versions. I only read the original text. Oh, oh, where, where, where? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So usually people want to run this where it's you have something, you know, tap an artifact to do this thing or tap two artifacts to do that thing. So that's where Howling Mind's really good because you get the card, uh, your upkeep, but then you could tap it so your opponents don't right. get it. But yeah, I mean, this thing was printed back in Alpha. Uh, you can get a copy for a cool eleven hundred dollars. Jesus. Ooh, nice. I mean, even a normal even a normal copy is six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What a what a nightmare. Well, anyways, I thought this card would fit really well. We're just trying to get people to draw cards. I promise the next one is not an old school alpha, beta, unlimited, revised, Damn it. and otherwise type of card. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't think so, though. Strip black. We're talking peer into the abyss. Creepiest artwork I've seen yep. in a really, 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 really long time. I don't oh, know classic, if you yeah. the picture of this, but it is... A man's face with a man's face in his mouth, with a man's face in his mouth, with a man's face in his eye, with a man's face in his other eye, with a man's face in his eye, in his eye, oh and God. it just keeps going. Anyways, horrifying card to look at. I suggest you don't get the extended art version, just get the regular one so you don't have to see it in large boldness. Either way, Peer into the Abyss, four colorless, three black, sorcery, it's a rare from... I don't know if it's actually from M21, but this is the one that I'm looking at. Sure is. Target player draws cards equal to half the number of cards in their library and loses half their life. Round up each time. Till they lose half their life, they draw half the cards in their library. Assuming you have one of your effects out there that makes them lose cards when they or lose life when they draw their cards, they lose. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> this card's great. Nothing like a ten mana combo. Good God. Hey, one of this deck. Hey, Squee, one of this deck really needs. Yeah. This would be my one ad. Copy that. Pardon? A way to copy that. Yes. Uh, but also, glacial chasm. No. No. I'm just, no. Gonna, I'm just gonna say no. I want to say no. There's only one word for that, and it's. No. It's got two letters and isn't F U. Squee and Glacial Chasm do not get along. I do own one. I would like to get rid of it. If anybody wants it. Yeah, you could put you could put twinning staff in this deck and just pay this pay fourteen, copy peer into the abyss. <laughs> then you're off to the races. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just becomes a twenty six. Oh yeah, because then you would just kill everyone. You have your original copy, it makes a copy, and then twinning staff does its effect, which gives you a third, third copy. copy. You would you would kill all three of your opponents. Yeah. So that's, that's like beautiful. how much but that's like what, eleven mana in one go? <laughs> hey, look, I don't want to talk uh, about it. I yes. just asked Mr. Combo <laughs> about how expensive his what was it, Kozilek deck? is to get the commander off look we got mana all right 
you got the money, you got the mana. That's true. That's all you need to know. Anyways, squee report. Not even called the weather light report. It's just a squee report. I'm out. Thanks for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders at level1gameshop.com. You can also support your new team by heading over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower, with reward tiers for all the budgets there is a way that you, the collective, can help. You can also head to our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. We do sell our tokens, our coins, our playmats, and our sleeves for our supporters that want to get the swag, but maybe can't do the monthly patron. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can communicate directly with your team at cmdtower, at Instagram 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting. From your MTG Action 4 News team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Do you all really like Tybalt? That's the garbage side of that card.